we're back in business. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks since you've heard from me. How have you survived this break? Wow, poor you. Poor you in the past two weeks, not knowing what's been going on in my brain. I'm sure you've been craving all this wisdom that I bestow upon the world. We went out on a high point last time, didn't we? Episode 7, I think. <laughs> it was roommate and friend with my roommate and friend, Steven. It was the best episode we ever did, and that's why I waited two weeks, because I was like, fuck! Fuck! How do I do a better episode than the one with my bestest friend in the world, who's also the funniest guy I know? There's no way I can come back and just talk for 45 minutes and make you entertained. Especially when I'm still opening with, I'm still playing the same theme song from my phone onto the microphone, through my phone. How much longer will this happen before somebody helps me? Please help. Help. Help me. Help me, prof oh, help me professionalize this. This has been my trouble all through my entire comedic life is my entire professional career has been, uh, dare I say, a level of talent that is fine, passable, sure. A level of confidence that is completely faked and manufacturous and fabricated, but still passable, again. Some people think I'm the most confident person in the room. I say no. I just, I just fight through all the crippling fear just to put off an air of conference are you kidding me when i go out uh, presenting female are you fucking kidding me i'm shitting myself i'm shitting myself in my thong i'm spraying shit in two different directions there's one there's a piece of the thong hold it's just holding it in place and then the two two jet streams of poo going around the other <laughs> oh that's gross whoa what a gross start all right. Well, you know what? I promise you this. Uh, by the next episode, I will have figured out how to do uh, the musical intro without having to put it on, press my phone against the microphone, and then pull it away gradually when it is my turn to speak. How's that? That works, right? That's good. I'll do it. I'll try. That's my, no, you know what? No, you, you can't promise something and then say, I'll try. No, that's my promise. This week, it'll happen. By next episode, I fucking swear to you, I will figure that out. As God is my witness. Episode eight. We're here. Eight. It's three, two thirds of a dozen. Two thirds of a dozen. Hi. This is the point where if you eat a lot of eggs, you're like, better get a new carton. If you eat more than four eggs a day, you're like, better get a new carton. Because I got eight, eight eggs. I got only got four left. If you got a family of five and you each eat an egg every morn, you're like, gotta go get me some more eggs. Episode eight. Two thirds of a dozen. We're doing it. God. I just finished an episode of Charisma Mod, which, if you haven't checked it out, it is a Dungeons & Dragons show that I'm on. We play Dungeons & Dragons on Zoom. We're down to our final episode on... That is going to happen on March... 
26, 26, 26, 22nd, 22nd, Monday, March 22nd at 7.30, uh, all the episodes are on YouTube if you look up Charisma Mod, it's super fun, I play Dungeons and Dragons with a whole bunch of comedians, and I play a character who, uh, I, you know, I thought he was funny at first, I gave a really funny backstory, his name is Scrimmy Bingus, and he talks like this. He's a plucky little halfling. He's like a little gnome. And he runs around, and he's... And he's optim... He's so optimistic and brave for his height and stature and for his competency in battle. But he hurts the fuck out of my throat like that. Ugh, that really hurts. And I'm starting to get annoyed of him by the end of this series. It's been like... Eight episodes, seven or eight episodes, and I and I hate him. I hate him. I want him to die. I might want him to die. He's adorable, but I kind of want him to die so that my voice can live. My voice box. I want Screamy to die so my larynx can live. But if you want to check it, me out in another space and a bunch of other comics that are super funny, Charisma Mod, look that up on YouTube. You'll find all the old episodes. We had a pretty good episode tonight. That was pretty good. It's International Women's Day. Oh man, I'm I'm taping this immediately after the episode at night on International Women's Day, and let me tell you, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna sprinkle these throughout the episode. I'm gonna disperse these throughout the episode. Uh, this is something that this is my own tradition for International Women's Day. I have. Of words, I have words of advice for all the gentlemen out there, all the men out there, all the hetero, uh, hetero cisnormative men who are confused about how to treat your ladies, how to treat the any of the ladies, all of the ladies, all of the women in your life. If you don't know how to treat them, then this is this is my li these are my little pieces of advice for you on International Women's Day. So check it out, starting with number one. Hey man, happy International Women's Day, fellas. Women love a man who listens. Celebrate the day by explaining to a woman what a good listener you are. And that's number one. We're gonna count down. We're gonna count down. The top, oh, I should have did a top something of this. Shit. I have 16 written down. Uh, but some of them aren't as good as the others. And I didn't rank them. So, oh shit. We're gonna count, we're gonna count down the top... 16 International Women's Day jokes that we got off the internet. That's always a good save. Whenever a radio program does top something, and they're like, these are the top 10 ski lifts in southern Ontario, uh, as found on the internet. When they say as found on the internet, you're like, oh, that's the level of research that they did. They sent an intern to Google, and they came back with this list. So, so this is the equivalent of an intern going on Google and checking out the list. So there you go. Hey, coming in at number 15, International Women's Day jokes. Here we go. Hey, happy International Women's Day. Today you are required by law to live, laugh, and love. Eh, you know, this is these International Women's Day jokes I always thought were funny, better, funnier, better, funnier, better, more funny, Better, more joke, funny, hilarity, LOL, funny, ev evocative humor of funniness. 
I always thought they were just funnier in text rather than my reads. I don't know how to read jokes. I Okay, look, this episode, I have a few notes of the stuff I want to talk about, but it's going to be mostly freeform, and I hope you can forgive me that kind of thing, but because it is International Women's Day, and I am presenting as female right now, so fucking cut me a break. <laughs> I don't know if that gives me a pass. It seems almost too... Uh, abusive, like I'm playing a card. I'm like, I can just duck into woman mode and be like, hey, hey, come, hey, cut me a break. Yeah, but still, cut me some slack, man. Look, this is the thing. When I write jokes, writing jokes versus delivering them, entirely two different beasts, especially when you are like me and you've developed an entire career just riffing until something kind of works. And then riffing even more on top of that. Just improvising most of your shit. Whenever I write a joke, delivering it, especially if it's clever and it involves wordplay, goddamn, wordplay, I just can't, I can't do the wordplay. I can't. Wordplay? Get out of here. Live, laugh, love? I was supposed to deliver that joke with punch. I can't punch. I'm a woman. <laughs> oh man, misogynistic. That joke had so many layers. Misogynistic joke layered as a woman that I could kind of get away with because I'm presenting as a woman, but also I'm playing a card. So what does it mean? What does it all mean? What is it? It's all so confused. This is what happens when you're gender fluid like me. You'd, it's almost, I, I, I feel a certain responsibility. I can't abuse this power, but at the same time, when I get included in women's activities i feel honored and validated but then at the same time i'm like what the fuck i'm i'm a troglodyte you just you just invited a troll into your home a large troll and i'm swinging around a tree that i ripped out of the ground and i'm breaking your fireplace what have you done why did you invite me in here i don't belong here i'm trampling your flowers Oh, imposter syndrome. That is the imposter syndrome. How about you guys? Hey, let's check in on you. It's been 11 minutes. I haven't done any checking in. How you doing? Checking in on you. How's your imposter syndrome out there? You feel like an imposter lately? Tell me about it. Seriously, tell me. Shoot me a fucking tweet. I'll respond. Hashtag imposter syndrome guess. And I'll tweet it back. I, uh, every time, oh, I'll, okay, this is on topic, I'll, I'll talk about this, so today, today I did a photo shoot, actually, a collaboration, if you will, is what he calls it, and I love it, I love collaborating, fuck yeah, it's a collaboration, this, uh, pro photographer who reached out to me and was like, hey, let's do a shoot, I like your gender fucky thing that's going on. So we went out into the woods, and we fucked. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we went out into the woods, and then he took a whole bunch of pictures of me with my guitar, even though that's not mainly what I do. So I can't use them as headshots, because people are going to expect a guitar somewhere in there. But basically, the imposter syndrome, it's so strange how if I... On the spectrum, let's say. Let's create the spectrum between male and female and whenever i whenever i when i wake up in the morning and i get out of bed and i'm a and i'm a scruffy 
fucking dumpy, farty dude. Even though women fart, and they can be scruffy, and all of those qualities, I just wake up in the morning and I'm like, I'm just a, I feel like a guy. I'm just, I wake up in the morning and I'm a guy. And that's been my reality for 29 years of my life. Uh, minus, you know, the occasional indulgence in uh, exploring my female side, right? So, in a shoot like today, that's this halfway in between where I'm like wearing makeup and a wig, but I didn't shave my face, so I got a little, so I got a bunch of stubble going on, and I don't have the breast forms in. There are like certain alterations that I will make to my body to like present very similarly to drag, but I I would distinguish the two. Like breast forms and makeup and concealer and all this shit to try my best to pass. Minus my voice, of course. So when I'm doing a shoot like this where I am wearing like half male, half female clothes and a wig and some makeup around my eyes but nothing to conceal my little scruffy pubescent beard, there's a shit ton of feelings going on in my body. That I'm not used to. 29 years just being a hetero cis-ciscus. It's just weird. And that's a lot to process for me. I can try right now, but I have therapy tomorrow at 3. So let me process that with a professional first before I project this into the Twitterverse. Onto you guys. Uh, maybe that was a disappointing finish, but I gotta say, hey, the photos are gonna look great. And I'm sure a lot of people are gonna appreciate how it looks in the end, but I'm just telling you right now, my insecurities around the, around my gender, holy shit, rampant, rampant, let me tell you, especially everything that my family sees, Jesus, yeah, well, you, you gotta find people to support you, and you gotta talk to them, I gotta talk to my family, I wonder what's going through their head. Their minds are probably pretty blown by everything that's happening. I owe them a conversation. That's for damn sure. Hey, happy International Women's Day. If a woman at your work seems upset about something, show her you care by asking her questions about herself. Stuff like, are you on your period? Boom, and that was number th uh, 14, the countdown. The countdown of International Women's Day jokes. Oh, that hurts my throat so much the more I do that voice. Whew, I'm going to use that sparingly. And then I'm going to count down from the back up, because the earlier jokes are better. Boom! Emerald Lagasse. Hey, bam! What does he say? Bam! There's your pasta. Put it in your mouth! <laughs> oh, this episode is garbage. Let's put this on the rails. Mr. Slash... Mrs. Potato Head. Speaking of gender and gender exploration and imposter syndrome and society and what people accept as the norm and toys. Look, uh, this is probably coming a week late. I probably should have see. I should have recorded this during the interim, but if you are upset about uh, Mr. Potato Head 
Look, look, look. Okay, all right, all right. So this is the thing. Uh, if you're not in the know, Mr. Potato Head, it was revealed by, I think, Hasbro. I think they own the toy. That um, at first it was revealed that Mr. Potato Head will not be Mr. Potato Head anymore. It'll be just a, bit, a genderless potato. And then afterwards, and then, of course, people lost their fucking minds, which I'll get to that in a second. But later on, it was revealed that there will still be a Mr. and a Mrs., but then there will be... Oh, fuck. I, sh- I should have did the research. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, so believe believe half of what I say. but th- Because this is... I believe half of what I say most of the time anyways. Um, there's... But they're not like... Oh, my God. They're not... There'll still be a Mr. and a Mrs., but there'll also be a gender-neutral one, as I understand it, with all the fixins in between. You know what? Fuck it. I'm pausing this. I'm pausing this. Oh, man. Okay. We're back. So I'm reading... Holy shit. This is how misinformation spreads, and I, I understand immediately the irony of me saying that, having spread misinformation literally for the past... 60 plus seconds about this whole thing, but I'm reading about it right now. And, uh, apparently, uh, the Mr. from the Potato Head brand, the, the Mr. part of it is just being dropped. It's still going to be Potato Head. All of it's still going to be Potato Head. So Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head aren't going anywhere. And neither are their designations as Mr. and Mrs. It's just the broad title of their brand mister it's just gonna be called potato head (laughs) like part of the potato head universe the potato head brand oh my god that is so who gives a fuck that is so yeah but who cares oh my god have i not introduced yeah but who cares to you guys this is exactly the point where in my mind I go YBWC it's that yeah but who cares life YBWC where I go yeah but uh, who cares and then I do uh the X move I go ow I hit my finger I go in my lap uh the X move from wrestling generation X or whatever where they do the suck it move Okay, that's, if you're, oh man, I should do a video, but basically when you do YBWC, if you live that yeah, but who cares life, you gotta say yeah, but who cares in the way that I did. I'm not gonna yell it in your ear again. And then you do X, X hands over your crotch. And so this potato head thing is the most YBWC thing of all time. Oh, it's so YBWC. So everybody getting mad. I saw some posts, uh on Facebook where people were like, what the fuck is the world coming to, man? It's like, it's a, it's a fucking potato. It's a potato. It's a potato. Hello. It's a potato. Hello. Hello. What are you doing over there? Are you mad? Are you mad? What's going on? You angry? Why? Oh, over a potato? You're fucking stupid. Why are you mad about a potato? That's really stupid. Why be WC about all this shit? 
Okay, I won't I won't dedicate too much more time to it because it's YBWC. It's YBWC life. Same with Dr. Seuss. Everybody thinks that Dr. Seuss is canceled. Nah, man. He just wrote a, a few... They're like some crappy, outdated, racist references in a few of his books. And, and if you read enough into that shit, like I found out that it was in his estate. Like his... He didn't... He wasn't happy with... He looked back on his work and was like, Nah, I like most of it, but that shit... Mm, that was not good. I don't like it. And and he fixed it. And he told his family to fix it post mortem. He was mort. He was mort in the ground, as they say in French. He was mort à la ground. And he told his family to fix it, and they did. And everybody's like, Oh, oh, so now I can't read Cat in the Hat anymore. No, no, you fucking lunatic. You can read cat in the hat you can read all the places you'll go you can celebrate one fish two fish red fish blue fish you can love go dog go one of my favorite all time books of all time the grinch stole christmas you don't have to cancel the grinch and everybody who's ever done the grinch you don't have to cancel jim carrey you don't have to cancel anything dr zeus you don't have to fucking pretend he never existed you can just look at his work that invokes some kind of racist physicality and be like, mm, no, not a fan of that. We're beyond that. We've moved past it. Let's just let it go. And you let it go. It is so easy. It is so easy. Wow. Do I ever feel relaxed right now? Just letting those things go. <laughs> Oh, the places you'll go if you just let it go. For fuck's sake, man. I think all of this, all of this shit wouldn't be so blown out of proportion if people had the proper information. And I know I'm guilty of, of reading the wrong information and reacting emotionally to it and then finding out more later. Like the Mr. Potato Head thing. I thought they weren't doing mustaches anymore. And I was like, I was still YBWC though. I'm not gonna lie. I was still like, you know what? It didn't, it doesn't ruin my fucking childhood that you took mustaches off of a fake plastic potato. Now that I'm 32 years old and retrospectively looking back at my life and be like, what is, it doesn't mean the same anymore. Oh, my life is a lie because I used to play with Mr. Potato Head and it's not a mister anymore. My life is a lie. Who is fucking doing that? Look, this is the thing. This is the thing. Hey, happy International Women's Day. Illustrate how absurd the patriarchy is by being super patronizing to every woman you meet. Boom, and that's countdown. International Women's Day, number 13. <coughs> oh, I hate that voice. Um, oh, shit, where was I? I'll get it. No, I'm gonna have to pause. Right, that was my point. Um, People who... I thought about making this a bit, but it never really lasted. So it might as well 
die right here in my podcast where most of these ideas go to perish. Um, if, if you're the type... Okay, this is a sentiment that I could never wrap my head around. Whenever people are like, ruined, It ruined my childhood. Whenever they remake something that you grew up with and it's not up to your standards and whenever people have this visceral overcompensator up overcompensated just overblown response and they're like this new version ruined my childhood it's like how fucking fragile is your childhood how fragile are your memories of your entire life that everything that you remember and the preciousness and the novelty, the joy of discovering something for the first time, the novelty and the wonder of expanding your imagination, discovering something new and and finding love and admiration and so much pleasure in something new. You are you telling me all of that? All of that was undone. All of that was undone and you have just been embittered by some newer version that didn't quite make up for the beauty of finding something out for the first time? Look, man, first of all, this is... Uh, let's take Ninja Turtles, for example. When those new animated Ninja Turtles movies came out, and everybody was like, ruined my childhood. It's like, fuck. You remember when you found out about the Ninja Turtles the first time, dude? It was nuts. It was bananas. It was like nothing you've ever seen before. Teenage Mutant... Ninja Turtles. All four of those words do not belong anywhere near each other in the English language. And boom, not only were they smushed together in a sentence all together, but there is lore and canon and a whole fucking universe built around this shit. And you discovered this as a kid when your imagination is most uh, malleable and thriving and... and, and, and impressionable and and you're comparing all of that to when you're a 32 year old man and you've seen transformers one through five and you're gonna be like oh this better be like the first time i discovered them otherwise it's gonna ruin my entire childhood like you're a fucking tool you're a tool just enjoy for what it is mr potato head can be a potato now you can let that memory go. <laughs> that memory is allowed to change. Like so many of your memories growing up, these things change and they evolve and people change and culture changes and the things you love change and they're not gonna be the same as when you discovered them. Let it go, like Frozen, let it go. Let it go, let it go. And you know what? When they make a Frozen 5 and they sing more songs and you're going to be like, ruined my childhood, I remember, let it go, then fucking listen to the message and let it go! Just let it go! <sighs> Things are going to change. Don't, don't get old and crusty. You're doing it to yourself. Wow, what a tangent. I, I you know what? I, I knew the new animated Ninja Turtle movies were gonna 
suck by modern standards, but I still sat there and I gave them as much rope as as young Algus would allow. I sat there through those movies and I was like, you know what? What would young Algus think about this? If young Algus had just discovered the Ninja Turtles on day one, loved them, bought a whole bunch of toys. I mean, I, I didn't buy the toys. My mom definitely bought the toys for me. <laughs> uh, man, all that hard work at the telemarketing agency when I was in grade eight. Uh, I saved all that up and bought a shiny new Michelangelo toy. No. Like, let's say, okay, back to the point. If I had discovered the Ninja Turtles, and then on day two, if you'd have shown me the current version of TMNT, this animated one with fucking Will Arnett and Megan Fox, I would have still been so enamored with them and the universe. People forget their inner child. This is a lesson. God, listen to this podcast if you want to stay in touch with your inner child. Stop getting so sour and bitter about shit. It's going to change. It's going to be different. Nothing's ever going to be the same. You just got to adapt and forgive it and give it credit. Fuck. You're 32 years old. Of course you're not going to be as on board with teenage mutant ninja turtles. Like, let's break that down. Let's separate those words and then put them back together again. If somebody pitched that idea to you at 50, you'd be like, get away from me. Leave this Tim Hortons. Put your mask on. You're, <laughs> you're, you're breathing on me. Not only are you yelling all this weird shit at me, but you're fucking, your mask is off. You're going to give me COVID and whatever, whatever uh, schizophrenia you're dealing with. Wow. See, I didn't, I didn't prepare any notes for this. This is me totally riff, riffergizing. It's pretty ranty. This one's ranty. All right. Hey, uh, number nine. Number nine on the International Ch uh, in International Women's Day. Hey, happy International Women's Day, everybody. Go to your local gym and cheer on the ladies through the window. <coughs> Let's keep it rolling. Number eight. Uh, happy International Women's Day, everyone. Show your special lady you love her by cooking your favorite meal. Let's fucking keep rattling them off. Uh, level uh, number seven. Happy International Women's Day, everyone. Let the women in your life know that they're perfect the way they are, but also they should smile more. That's pretty good. I don't know about these reads. My voice is so rusty as it be as it as it is that doing these voices is hard. Oh, oh, ah. I wonder if there's so if if I were to if I were to prescribe an element to that voice it would be fire for sure because my throat feels totally roasted just absolutely roasted so I wonder if there's a voice that's like water or cold that I could do to soothe my voice back down you know like ah ah Debra no, that one kind of hurts now, too. That's wind. I guess with enough wind, you could stoke a fire even higher. A fire even higher. Who am I, Eminem? I'm a stoke a fire even higher. 
Take your pliers. Take your pliers to the mire in the swamp. Gonna bump a swamp. Gonna bump a swamp in the in the crump. We're gonna. Who am I, Crystalia? No, we shan't say that name here. Oh man. Oh, okay. This is. A, you know what? I do have a couple notes, and now that I've deviated enough, I can talk about some shit. I got a couple things. I uh. Oh, this makes me laugh. I love this. So, in quarantine, I'm I'm rewatching some shit. I'm. I am. It's interesting how, you know, there's so much new stuff, so much good stuff out there in terms of media. So why are you listening to this? <laughs> hey, shut up, you. Ow. Um. But there's so much good media. There's I I subscribe to DAZN. I subscribe to Amazon Prime. We have Crave. Netflix, YouTube, like, we could, we're not going wanting for quality material, is what I'm saying. And, and here I am, re-watching The Office, of course, which, you know, if you don't like that show, I don't, I'm not the type to be like, you're, you're fucking wrong, you're an idiot, because that is, of course, if you know me, you know, I would think that's foolish, but that show is legit. It's some great writing, great acting, fantastic acting from Steve Carell. Anyways, all around, just a great show, in my opinion. So it's always, it's rewatchable. But, you know what else? I'm rewatching the West World. I'm rewatching I'm rewatching Westworld. And we rewatched the first season. And if you don't watch Westworld, that's fine. I'll just get, I'll cut to the joke. But basically, Westworld is this universe where all of these robots uh, are manufactured to simulate the human experience in a Western environment. So these human, quote-unquote, guests, these paying real human beings come into this world, uh, this giant, let's call it a dome, from the outside, these super rich people, super rich white people, come in, and they come into this Western world, and they can do whatever they want. They can kill people. They can they can rape. They can sexually like they can do. They can indulge their most villainous, evil, psychopathic desires. This whole show is an exploration in, uh, in a lot of things. Wow, it's a really intelligent. It's a really clever show. But basically. Uh, one of the aspects is this sort of philosophical exploration of human, quote-unquote, goodness. You know? Killing, murdering, if given the choice without consequence, what would we do? Would we, would we default to, like, our most uh, psychopathic, harmful tendencies, or what? But, again, I digress. I... I would, and these robots are programmed to just basically take it. Like, they can't fight. They can fight back, but in a safe way where the guests are never harmed. They never face any consequences. That's the point. They never face any consequences for the horrendous things that they do. So, whenever they kill one of these hosts, they're called hosts, but they're robots. Whenever they kill one of these, they are programmed to react 
like a human would. They would scream and 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 you know, oh god, be traumatized and react like a human being would if they were a victim of a heinous crime. But I always thought it would be pretty great if I were the programmer of this entire world. I would still not let these people get away with it scot-free. I think there would be something that I would program in these robots to throw them off even just a tiny, tiny little bit. Just to, like, put them slightly out of place in the moment. So that, you know, when they're murdering a robot and they watch the lights go out of its eyes, and they're like, yeah, I did it. I murdered another human being. I want to bring them just close, just close to that revelation, but then ruin it entirely for them at its conception. You know what I mean? And I thought it would be so funny if, for example, Teddy, like the most, his name is Teddy, he's the most virtuous cowboy hero, white knight, always running in to save the day. Uh, if he gets, I thought it would be so funny to program him when he gets stabbed to just go BUMBOCLAT and just yell patois. You know, it's something so out of character. I just thought it was so funny when the guy with the, the, the man in black, the evil guy, stabs him in the chest for him to go BUMBOCLAT. And then, and then die? That would be so sick! Because the man in black would look at him like, what the, where the fuck did that come from? You're supposed to be from South Carolina or whatever. You're supposed to be from Texas. And you're just gonna yell Bumbaclot? Oh! Oh, mans! Oh, man, you smash a man with your knife, yo, you twist. Ay, oh! Ah! Uh, Man, gonna never see my girl again. <laughs> and, then, and then he fades out. Like, as they're dying, it would be kind of funny to, like, have the have the robots just dip into Patois. Something completely out of character. Eh, oh, Bumbleclaw, me never gonna see my girl again. Oh, me just wanna hear one more soul cartoon. And then they fade out. And then they'll never come back to the park again or murder anybody or ever really truly know what it feels like to murder somebody. So that's the thing. Anybody who wants to indulge in that kind of villainy, I would love to bring them right up to the point where they get to do it and then squash it. Because fuck them. They deserve it. If you want to if you want to feel what it's like to murder somebody, fuck you. I'm going to I'm going to ruin the whole experience for you. See, that could correct that type of behavior. Boom. Anytime you try to murder, anytime you, hey, if you leave Westworld and go back to real life and try to murder somebody, you won't be able to because you're just going to have flashbacks of the time you tried to murder a cowboy and they're like, oh, bumbocla, what you going to do, hey, white boy, you're twisting the night, oh, me going never going to dance again to another soul cartoon. Eh, come on, you wanna come on with a bad man? I, I wish I knew more patois. I don't know a whole lot of patois besides uh, the words that I just used, and then that little voice clip. There's a there's a game called Def Jam Fight for New York, 
where rappers fight each other. Literally. You can play as Snoop Dogg and he's a Kung Fu master. You can play as Fat Joe, Busta Rhymes. It came out like 10, ooh, 10 plus years ago, maybe 15. Oh yeah, a long time ago, like 15 years ago um, for GameCube. And you could play as rappers and they and they have wrestling and they have all these Method Man, Red Man, Exhibit is in the game, Snoop Dogg, Fat Joe, Busta Rhymes. Oh, a, a few Wu-Tang members. I know I listed a, a few already. And, and it's so fun. Elephant Man, Sean Paul is in it. And those are my two favorite characters because whenever they jump into the ring and are about to fight, they get a little intro where they get to say a line. And Sean Paul and Elephant Man are super fun to me because their patois is so, it's melodic and it's beautiful. And I don't, I can't remember what Sean Paul says, but Elephant Man, I remember he goes, yeah. Come on, you wanna come on with a bud, man? And uh, that's pretty much precisely how he sounds. He goes, Come on, you wanna come on with a bud, man? I think that's actually more. And he says, Come or you wanna come war with a bad man? For all my gringos out there. Anyways, oh, we're running out of time. Hey, countdown number eight. Uh, happy International Women's Day. Show your special lady you love her by cooking your favorite meal. I think I said that one. Um, uh, number seven. Oh, no, I already said that one, I think. Number six. Happy International Women's Day. Show women how in tune you are by finishing their sentences. Number five. Who says only men can manspread? Next time you see a woman sitting with her knees together, encourage her to dominate the space by getting the men around you to join in chanting, Spread em, spread em, spread em. I got in trouble for that one once. Uh, ooh, number five. Happy International Women's Day. Today's an opportunity to be extra chivalrous, fellas. Hold the door for any kind of woman today, not just the ones you'll imagine having sex with in your head later. Huh? Huh? All of these are a commentary on rape culture, I think. Like a satire. It, that's how they're intended. Number four. Women love surprises. Surprise a woman you don't know particularly well by giving her a sudden hug from behind. Number one. Number two. Show your lady how much you respect her independence by... by oh, fuck. All right, let's take that again. <clears throat> Number two. Happy International Women's Day. Show your lady how much you respect her independence by not responding to any of her texts. And number one. One, 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 one. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, hello. Number one. <laughs> Happy, happy, happy International Women's Day. If a woman at your work seems upset about something, show her you care by asking her questions about herself. Stuff like, are you on your period? And that's the, and that's the list. List, 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 list. Oh, hello. Welcome to KBBL FM ALGIS Radio. Uh, that's our International Women's Day episode. Oh.
I have a headache. It might be the wig that I'm wearing. It might be the bandana around the wig that I'm wearing. It might be the wig cap that I'm wearing underneath the bandana underneath the wig that I'm wearing. It might be the ponytail that I put my hair in underneath the wig cap, underneath the wig, underneath the bandana that I'm wearing. But it might also be that I never really paused for breath during this whole thing. We will figure it out in post the same way at my next episode, I will figure out how to uh, impose my intro song onto the episode, even though I love listening to it because it actually does make me a little happy. It's just so happy and frolicky. And I have no jam today, so I'm going to play my happy frolicky song uh, on the way out. And it's going to make me happy. Anyways, I hope you guys like this episode. This one... Uh, who knows? I'm not going to give it a critique before the critics roll in. Everybody really enjoyed My Roommate and Friends, so maybe, given popular response, I, 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 I could get My Roommate and Friend back in here. I could convince. Maybe I'll start our own separate podcast of My Roommate and Friend. And I'm saying all of this hoping that he can hear me through the wall. I don't know where in our condo he is. He could be on the other side of this wall, and if he is, I hope he hears this, and I hope you hear this in the audience, and you know that I'm working on making things things funnier and more entertaining for you. I did a countdown today. What more do you want from me? <laughs> um, hey, uh, but seriously, oh, I should end on a, on a really serious positive note. If you're a lady out there, International Women's Day is for you because you're international and you're a woman. And if you, and you know what, if you don't feel the love, that's totally okay. That's valid. But I want you to know that I love you out there. I'm looking at you through your earbuds. And boy, oh boy, you've got a wrinkly brain. See, I, I, and that's what's happening right now. I'm looking at you through your earbuds, into your, through your ear canal, into your cranium, through your skull, into your brain, and you've got, boy, oh boy, you've got a wrinkly brain, lady. Hey, bitch, you got a wrinkly, you got a wrinkly brain, bitch. And I'm saying that, bitch, uh, lovingly. Okay? So, get up on with your wrinkly brain. You are worth it, and you're loved, and you're beautiful, and thank you all so much for listening. Uh, even if you're not a woman, you are loved as well, and appreciated. Thanks for listening to my shit. I will see you guys next week. Fuck yeah. Take care of yourselves, alright? Sincerely, I love you. Sincerely, Val. Okay, bye.
There we go. Okay, bye.